How's it going this week, everybody? So we have Jay on this week, and he came on to tell me a really interesting story about a man that he saw disappear. And we did an episode like this way back when the show came out. It was called The Mysterious Man in the Desert, and it was about a similar situation where this guy that just didn't seem like he belonged came out of nowhere. And it just is really interesting to think about this kind of stuff and, and get these stories out there. So... By the way, just wanted to give a shout out to all of our members. Uh, thanks for signing up for the membership. I really appreciate it. You really help out the show and keep it going. If you guys want to check out the membership, you get access to episodes two weeks before they come out over at challengetheunknown.com. Thanks for listening. You and I have been playing phone tag for like the last week, um, but I finally got you on and I'm excited for you to tell your story. So why don't you start from the beginning and tell me what, uh, what, what happened? Sure, sure. And then uh, happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. It, it is Friday the 13th. Uh, it's very apropos <laughs> of, uh, of the day for this kind of a story, I think. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, it's a, a little bit of a, a different story. Um, kind of, I, I would guess, you know, not your usual sort of uh, happening or encounter, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so this happened. It's it's been about a month, I'd say, uh, a month ago. Um, pretty. It starts out pretty normal. Uh, you know, um, scheduled to uh, get myself a flu shot. Uh, it's, it's, uh, was at a clinic that I've been to, uh, I want to say like three or four times before. So I knew the place, but you know, it was, you know, not super familiar to me. Um, so, uh, you know, nothing unusual happened that day. Just headed out, uh, after work, um, to, uh, get my shot at the appointed time. Um, being that, uh, you know, coronavirus is, um, you know, still pretty much a thing. Uh, they had a, a large tent, uh, sort of set up as like a, I guess like a staging area, um, right outside the front doors, uh, to get everybody, uh, registered, um, screened, um, you know, do, uh, thermometer checks, um, you know, uh, basically they're, they're trying to prevent anybody, um, that had, uh, the Rona from, from going into the building. Uh, so I got there, you know, just a little bit early. Um, I head towards the tent. I see this sign. Um, the sign, you know, said that, uh, they were going to be right back. They weren't, you know, quite ready yet. Um, I assume it was like the night shift, uh, you know, needed to come in and take over. Um, so myself, um, you know, maybe half a dozen other people were just kind of hanging out, ambling around outside this t uh, tent waiting for the, the go ahead, uh, to go ahead and, um, enter. Uh, so it was just a couple minutes um, after I'd been waiting around, and 
this, this gentleman kind of makes a beeline for the tent. Uh, the first thing I, I guess I noticed about him is he was kind of dressed a little bit different. I mean, not not super strange. Uh, the, the, I guess the best way I can describe it is it reminded me of like um, maybe like a party attire from the 90s. <laughs> so it's just like kind of darker colored slacks, um, a, a, bun- a button-up shirt, uh, that was dark in color and had just kind of uh, brightly colored sort of uh, lines of polka dot. Um, so, it, you know, I mean, no, nothing super weird, but just, just a little bit odd. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so he he kind of blows right past the sign. I mean, I would kind of think, like, you would see that we're all standing outside the tent and that the lights are off. Um, inside the tent and um, and and just kind of figure like you know maybe they're they're not ready, but uh, instead he just kind of blows past the sign. Um, he walks uh, straight up to um, someone that had uh, just barely sat down in there um, was just uh, getting a laptop set up and a little printing machine. Uh, just kind of walked right up to her and, um, you know, she didn't think too much of it. She just, you know, told him the obvious that they weren't quite set up yet. It'd just be a couple minutes and asked him to, uh, take a seat in the tent. So he did. So, uh, just took a couple minutes longer and, uh, we all uh, were finally let in, um, you know, run through a series of questions uh, you know, have we, you know, do we have coronavirus? You know, right. obvious questions or, um, you know, had our temperature read, uh, you know, just a, just a brief little screening and an orientation as far as, um, you know, where to go in the building and, you know, instructions to maintain distancing and common sense stuff. Uh, so, uh, he, being that he was the first in the tent, he was the first let in. Um, I was right behind him by, I don't know, no more than one or two minutes at, at, at the most, I would say. Uh, we proceed uh, down the hall. Um, he uh, was set up in the chair before I was. Uh, I was led into a room uh, that had been kind of... It looked like a, uh, like it was a converted recreation room or something. Uh, like they converted it by adding some QBs uh, for the purposes of administering um, these these vaccines. Normally, uh, they would do that kind of stuff in like a in one of like the uh, offices, but um, I think they did this to sort of uh, manage the flow of people better. Uh, so I get led into that room. He's um, sitting down, getting his shot done. Uh, the I don't know if he was a doctor or, or a nurse, or um, but whoever was sitting with him um, seemed uh, a little bit, uh, I don't know if frustrated is the right word, uh, but just a little bit flustered with the guy. Um, 
uh, from the get-go. Like maybe they're having a problem communicating or maybe he was afraid of needles. I don't know. Um, but it just, again, just struck me as slightly, um, slightly weird. Not, you know, nothing, still nothing super strange going on as far as I could tell. Right. So to, to recam or to, to recount up, up till this point, you're getting a flu shot and you're going through the COVID screening area. And there's this one guy that's dressed in nineties attire that blows past everybody. And then when everybody finally gets in the doctor or nurse or whatever, they're clearly having some kind of thing going on where they're acting a little weird. Yeah. Just, just a little off, you know, I mean, nothing super strange or very, um, very weird happens. Just, just everything about him just seemed, you know, slightly askew um, from, you know, uh, full on normalcy. <laughs> um, so I, I am led around to the other side of uh, these, these cubicles. Um, I have no difficulty getting my shot done. Uh, the, uh, the guy gives me a, a, a pirate bandaid. <laughs> Beautiful. Just what I want. <laughs> yeah. And um, another thing that, that happened, again, just a little bit of skew is uh, I, I actually finished with my shot uh, before the other guy, even though he had been, you know, at least a full, you know, 60 seconds to two minutes ahead of me. Uh, because as I stood up, he just then... Um, started to come around the wall. And so we both kind of were, were headed at, uh, towards the, the exit on the other side of this room at the same time. Uh, I kind of paused to, you know, just let him go ahead of me. Um, before he walked out the door, uh, there, there was a, a sort of laminated, you know, uh, brightly colored uh, piece of paper just saying, you know, like exit here, something to that effect, you know, just pointing out the way to go. Uh, he paused, um, just for the briefest moment to look at it and just seemed confused by it. Um, to me, it was, it's one of those things that's just so obvious that you don't, you know what I mean? Really, you barely consciously register it, you know, it's one of those day to day things that you see and you just, you know, um, you don't have to think about it. So he paused briefly, looked at it, um, and then uh, went out the door. So um, I was more or less, you know, on his heels. I mean, I wasn't really trying to keep pace with him or uh, follow him exactly. But, um, you know, I didn't linger around that room. I, um, you know, I walked out right after him. Um, so coming out of this room. Um, there were signs that pointed you to the left. Uh, so I headed left and you went about, Oh, I'd say no more than 20 feet. Um, and then you had to make another left. So I, I wouldn't imagine that, that he would be too far ahead of me at this point. But as I come around that other left, um, I'm, I enter a hall that is, um, I, I would say, about 25 yards 
25 yards long and it's empty. Um, so again, that struck me as a little bit odd because I would have expected to see him, you know, just ahead of me. Right. Uh, he wasn't too far ahead of you. So you'd expect when you rounded that corner that he'd be somewhere in front of you. Right. I mean, even if he were walking particularly uh, briskly, I, I would say you'd have to full on sprint maybe <laughs> to get to that end of the hall and out the door um, without uh, uh, it being noticeable. Um, and with it being such an empty hall, it was, it was very quiet, kind of uh, one of those situations where you could hear a pin drop, um, you know, and I, I didn't hear any rushed movement, uh, but there it was empty hall. So I already thought, you know, um, that was a little odd. Um, now about midway, uh, down this hall. So, you know, approximately, you know, 12 to 14, uh, yards, the, the entire sort of layout of the hall sort of takes a jog to the left. Um, so there's like a, where it does this, there's a, there's a corner, um, just a small little bend. Um, so I, I proceed down the hall, you know, just normal walking pace. Uh, there's in this hall, there's, there's only two doors. So one is about just a couple feet, uh, three, four feet, maybe, um, before this corner. Uh, the other one is way down um, at the end of the end, at the end of the hall next to the exit, and that door leads into a sort of uh, it's like a little waiting room. Um, that's normally where they, they process patients and stuff. It's just like a a waiting room that could probably accommodate you know maybe twenty people. Just a little waiting room. Um, so. I start walking, I get about 10, 15 feet or so, and all of a sudden there he is. <laughs> uh, from around this, this corner, um, you know, he, he reaches out, uh, you know, grabs the corner and, and pops out, uh, leans out from this corner uh, with this sort of uh, somewhat intense expression. Uh, on his face. It was a little bit hard to tell because, um, you know, he, he was wearing a mask like everybody else. Right. Uh, but he just very suddenly just quickly pops out. And it, the way I describe it is it's like he was looking for somebody or, um, I mean, you know, maybe lost. Uh, you know, that that's how I consciously sort of process that is well, maybe he got turned around. I mean, well, he wasn't, though. <laughs> he, was, right. he was heading precisely the right direction to leave. Um, so I, I just thought that was very strange. Just he, he just very suddenly popped out like that, and then uh, I only saw him for a second or two, and he was sort of at first looking like kind of past me. And then he saw that I was looking directly at him. 
And at that moment, he just as quickly, like, ducked back uh, behind the corner, which, you know, um, that struck me as particularly odd. It's just not something you see, you know, some guy pop out around a corner. Uh, but, you know, I, I continue on down the hall um, thinking that there must be there must be like something on the other side of that corner that I'm not remembering. Like maybe there's a, a hall, like another hall there or, or something. And he got, he got turned around and wasn't exactly sure where he was. So I'm, I'm thinking all these things, uh, as I continue my way down the hall, I walk past the first door. Uh, the door is, is shut. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's locked or anything, but, um, you know, it, I could, I would have been able to see if he would have went into this door. Um, so, you know, it rolls that door out. I could also see clear down the end of the hall, um, the door that leads into that other small waiting area, which is also closed and the lights are off in there. So there's, there isn't really a reason to be going in there anyway. Um, so again, just kind of processing this. I get to where the corner is <laughs> and I, I come around and I look at the spot where uh, this, this guy popped out um, from behind this corner. Uh, and it, there, there's nothing really there. It's, this corner, it, it makes a space maybe like two or three feet deep. Um, and uh, it, it continues on as just more wall until um, it gets to where this uh, waiting room area is. And that has a, um, a glass wall that you can, where you can see into the waiting room. So there's, there's nothing there. I mean... He he could not have gone further down that hall. I he was easily within my field of vision. Um, so by all appearances, I mean it just he popped out, <laughs> popped back in, and I have no real explanation as to where he went. Um, I I. I looked at that spot for a moment, just expecting to see something that kind of explained it. Uh, he did definitely didn't leave the building. He didn't come back the way I came from. The only other place he could have gone into would be that, that little waiting room. Um, but how he would have got in there, I have no clue. Uh, and as I walked past it, uh, you know, it was it was dark in there. There was just uh, some uh, bleed uh, lighting from the hall that I was in, and from uh, a, a hall uh, that's that's uh, um, on the other side of a door uh, where they admit you through um, through that waiting room. And I mean, I looked in there. Uh, I didn't try to go in there. <laughs> um, you know, 
I didn't think that would be particularly a wise idea, but I looked and I, I could see no trace of him. I looked back at the corner, nothing. Uh, there, there was nobody around. So this guy, so this guy, so there's a wall, right, of the hallway. And then there's a section of the wall where the wall just goes farther back by about three feet. And that's the corner that he popped out of and looked down the hallway and then kicked back behind. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that, that's it. So this, this corner, it's just, it creates this, uh, where the hall jogs over, it just creates this small little nook, little space. I mean... It's it's barely enough room for a, a person to uh, hide behind, and I mean that and that you know that begs another question really is why would you do that? Why would you be even in that spot? There's there's literally nothing there. There's no other door. There's there's nowhere for you to go. It's again it was just very strange. Um, I, I have no idea uh, what what happened to that guy, um, you know. And I I didn't even really know exactly what to think at first. Uh, you know, I was still sort of processing that as I left. You know, and I, I go out to the parking lot. I keep looking behind me, looking back at the exit, looking you know towards the entrance. You know, did he somehow double back in a way that I just didn't realize and he came out the wrong way? Uh, you know, I, I went out to my car. I uh, I waited in my car. <laughs> I waited in my car for several minutes, uh, you know, um, just, just to see if I caught a, you know, could catch a glimpse of this guy coming out and just, you know, to, I guess, reassure myself, like, oh, you know, I, I, I must have just misinterpreted, you know, what, what happened, like, um, but no, <laughs> I, I never, never saw him again. That's weird. So like the vanishing retro man or something like that, you know, that's, that's a weird <laughs> one. You know, I've, I've actually talked to a lot of people off the air. This is there was one other episode I did way back when I started the show over a year ago. And it was, I think it was episode six or something like that. I got a guy on my show and the episode was called Mysterious Man in the Desert, I think. And basically they were driving through like, you know, just complete wasteland. And this guy walks out of the desert and like there's no vehicles around and it was just super weird like this guy just walks out of nowhere and then disappears and we never really had any ideas of what it could have been or why there would be a guy out there if it was just a normal dude you know so this isn't the first time i've heard a story like this to, to be honest with you and then i've also talked to people off the air that just never came on about weird glitch in the matrix as some people call it or you know disappearing people so, you know, I don't know what happened to that guy. And that's really, really weird that he would uh, just kind of vanish like that. Yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's a little, I guess, unnerving. Um, you know, it, you, you, you look at a situation and you, you try to factor in, uh, you know, 
the various possibilities and just try to figure out well, how how likely could it have been you know that he he could have you know gone this way or that way and um i mean just and and if he had you know if he had gone in there to get his his shot and was done and complete with that and why didn't he leave you know he obviously didn't get out before i did um you know so where where was he where would he have been trying to go there's some weird people out there man you know i i wish that i could uh i could explain why people act weird you know but it doesn't explain where he went you know it's one it's it's reasonable to to see people that act unusual or you know maybe he was high or something like that but when it's something that can't be explained where the person disappears that I, I don't know i don't have an answer for you on that one that's just weird you know yeah i, I know i've i've met my fair share of uh you know very strange people and haven't have just you know been just strange behavior I would have never, <laughs> would have never thought about this uh, guy again. But just the fact that um, I could, I just, I can't account for, you know, where he went. Um, just makes it so, so very odd. So ex- describe again for for the viewers what was this guy wearing exactly. So give me a give me a full breakdown of what this guy was wearing because you said he had like some '90s retro attire. That's kind of what it sort of reminded me of. Um, so uh, he had, uh, I want to say, you know, maybe dark gray flags, um, some sort of uh, sort of, I, I, I would almost call it like, you know, realistically, I would say if it weren't for the shirt, he'd all, almost look business cash. Like, um, you know, he's got, some sort of Oxford type shoes on. He's got dark slacks, but the shirt, it was just a little too, I don't know, vibrant, I'd say a little too colorful. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, it could conceivably be, but it's not what you'd expect usually, um, to be worn that way. So it's a, a kind of a darker colored shirt. I want to say either purple, um, or blue. And, it has just rows of, uh, you know, differently colored polka dots, like green, yellow, orange. Um, so, you know, kind of what I would call a little bit of a, 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 a not super loud shirt, but it's got noise. Right. It's, it's pretty <laughs> it's funky. Noise. Pretty funky to be wearing with your business casual get up. Um, so it, it just seemed to, it, it just kind of reminds me of like some of the patterns and colors, um, you know, that I would see from the nineties. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we might not want to judge this m- mysterious vanishing man's clothing choices because once I saw a man wearing a t-shirt that had Emilia Clark, um, photoshopped faces all over the sh- entire shirt, like hundreds <laughs> of her face all over his shirt. So there are some people yeah, with very unusual people. fashion choices, <laughs> but yeah, certainly people wear uh, definitely stranger things. Right. Uh, it just seems, you know, a little outside, outside the norm. Not, not that it was, was bad or anything. Right. It, it looked perfectly fine. It was just, 
Um, just a little outside of what I would expect. Um, not again, not nothing he really did. Well, except for disappearing, disappearing. <laughs> everything else was just a little off, just a little off, not super strange until poof. Um, it seems like he, he kind of vanished that that was more than a little off. <laughs> That would uh, that would really screw with me a little bit for a while. I'd, I'd really try and figure out where that guy went, and I would just go over it again and again in my head, trying to figure it out if I could, you know, rationalize how it happened. But it doesn't sound like there's really a lot of options there for you to do that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's it's been a month, and I've, uh, you know, I've tried to reexamine it and, um, you know, think about it and re- just. Um, you know, theorize about it. Uh, but, you know, as, as more time goes by, uh, you know, memories start to slip a little bit. Um, you know, I, I originally, you know, wrote all this story down um, almost right after it happened because for that very reason, you know, I wanted to get it down while I had as many details as possible sort of fresh in my mind. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get the opportunity to, you know, go into that uh, particular um, clinic again. Uh, I mean, um, but if I do, you gotta look around. <laughs> I try to look around and, you know, look over my shoulder and half expect him to like pop out and say, "Here I am." Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Well, Jay, honestly, man, that was a that was a great story, and I'm glad you came on and told it while it was still fresh in your mind. And I, unless you got anything else for me, I think uh, I think we're pretty much ready to wrap up. If you are, um, I mean, I, you know, my my life is it's had a had a lot of uh, strange happenings, but uh, um, you know, yeah, maybe maybe some other uh, some other time, um, you know, I can. Uh, I can dig up some of the other. I, I have some. <laughs> I have some stories that are um, equally as strange, possibly stranger. Hundred percent scarier. Yeah, let's scarier. let's link up. Let's link up again because I, I enjoyed having you on. This was a great episode, and we're actually just peeking at at thirty minutes right on the dot right now. But yeah, let's do another episode, man. Um, I'll uh, hit you up right after we we stop all this, and and we'll make it happen. Cool. Well, I um, appreciate. Uh, you have me on to uh, chit chat and go over that, that really strange glitch or uh, maybe he opened a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Interdimensional. I, I don't know. <laughs>